This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, President Biden lays out an executive order to require vaccinations of all federal employees. But what does it mean for contractors? We get some reaction from federal employee unions over the new EO. And the Transportation Security Administration is not messing around when it comes to those mask mandate fines. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies will stand up a program requiring vaccinations for all federal employees, but it's more complicated for federal contractors. More now from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. President Biden signed a second executive order detailing new requirements for federal contractors. The order directs agencies to amend their contracts and solicitations and embed new safety and vaccine policies as a requirement of doing business with the federal government. The order doesn't apply to federal grants or contractors working outside the United States. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. President Biden's vaccine order for federal employees is earning a wide variety of reactions from unions, members of Congress and other groups. The American Federation of Government Employees says it expects to bargain over the new policy. The Senior Executives Association says it supports it. The Federal Law Enforcement Officers Association opposes it and may explore potential legal options. Democrats on the House Oversight and Reform Committee Committee say the new policy shows the government leading by example, but committee Republicans say the order takes away employees' personal freedoms. The Transportation Security Administration is increasing fines for individuals who do not follow a federal mask mandate at airports and on commercial flights. First-time offenders will get up to a $1,000 fine from the TSA. Repeat offenders could receive fines up to $3,000. TSA started enforcing the federal mask mandate in February and will remain in effect through January 18th next year. Agencies across the government are pausing to commemorate the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. To name a few, the FBI posts a series of stories about how 9-11 shaped today's agency, noting that at one point half its agents were on the case. FEMA posts videos from Administrator Deanna Criswell and from those who were involved. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas plants a survivor tree seedling at its D.C. headquarters. And the Defense Department posts a long essay detailing the attack and its aftermath. See this and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm Tom Temin. The Veterans Affairs Department's struggle to modernize its financial management system hits a new roadblock. The initial implementation of its business intelligence tool is not working, causing the National Cemetery Administration to have incomplete data and rely on manual spreadsheets. VA's Inspector General found NCA and other VA offices expressed concern about the system, including the business intelligence tool, over the last year. NCA wrote to VA senior leaders detailing several significant system issues that were adversely impacting the agency's financial reporting and mission. This isn't the first audit highlighting major issues with this 10-year, $2.5 billion project. VA has failed three other times over the last 23 years to modernize its financial management system. VA named 16 people to serve on its new sexual assault and harassment prevention group. The group will advise VA Secretary Dennis McDonough on potential policy changes that might help VA eliminate sexual assault and harassment inside its facilities. Members include veterans, VA employees, and leaders and representatives from veteran service organizations and other associations. The group will begin its work this month and will serve for a year. 
the Air Force releases a massive report showing racial and gender disparities in its ranks and new recommendations to fix the issues. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. A second report on diversity issues within the Air Force in a little over a year found more gaps in how minorities are treated in the service. The review found issues for minorities with retention, opportunities, disciplinary actions, and additional barriers others may not face. The Air Force says it's initiating new tools to track adverse administrative actions, establishing diversity, equity, and inclusion offices with chief diversity officers and drafting a diversity strategy to address the issues. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. A government watchdog is urging the Pentagon to keep a closer eye on the revolving door. Here's Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. The Defense Department is considering a recommendation from the Government Accountability Office to require that contractors show their compliance with post-government employment lobbying restrictions. The 2018 Defense Authorization Bill imposed a two-year prohibition on lobbying activities for senior military and civilian officials leaving their Pentagon posts for the private sector. GAO says instituting the new requirement would create a shared sense of accountability between employees and the contractors who hire them. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency is delving into a new project to secure the U.S. rare earth supply chain. The program aims to design microbes to mine rare earth elements in a more environmentally friendly and efficient way compared to current mining practices. Rare earth metals are crucial elements in numerous U.S. weapon systems and critical technologies. China is the world's top producer of rare earths, and the Pentagon has identified it as a major supply chain concern. Three major industry associations are pressing DOD for more information about its supply chain risk management program. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Defense Department has gone dark about what the future holds for its Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC, program. Now three industry associations want the Pentagon to publicly commit to the CMMC program and clarify where it's heading next. In a letter to defense senior leaders, the IT Industry Council, the Professional Services Council, and the National Defense Industrial Association outlined six recommendations for how to improve CMMC. These include bringing all the different cybersecurity initiatives together and updating the draft acquisition changes that DOD issued nearly a year ago. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Pentagon is awarding $15 million to historically black colleges and universities to establish centers of excellence in biotechnology and material science. DOD selected two academic institutions to conduct cutting-edge research in defense priority areas over a five-year period. North Carolina A&T State University will lead research on detecting and monitoring biological threats and Morgan State University will explore the use of two and Morgan State University will explore the use of two thermally managed photosensors. And the Postal Service is adopting new technology to meet its mission. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. The Postal Service saw the most progress adopting data analytics and mail innovations like QR codes over the past decade, according to its Inspector General. In a review of the agency's tech portfolio, the IG found USPS could do a better job putting more of its massive data inventory to better use. USPS expects to spend more than $2 billion on technology investments within the next 10 years as part of the agency's reform plan. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, 
or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.